This is Joe Delera. This is your host, Joe Delera. We are ready for another episode of Cash That. I'm here with producer Corey, but once again, this episode is brought to you by Props.Cash. Props.Cash is the absolute best in the business for NBA player prop betting. They've also got NHL, NFL, MLB, WNBA. They got all these sports, but you know, this is an NBA podcast. I think it is absolutely instrumental for your betting. Um, you need this. The red and green charts are always something that I'm using. It's an absolute tool that you need to have in your arsenal to get the best player prop bets, find out the best analysis, and move from there. Uh, you know, we have some of the underlying de- data with and without different players. You can toggle some of that and see what the hit rate is or how they average or what things change. You can also see some of the underlying data, which I think is just as important. Like, was somebody in foul trouble? Did somebody get a lot of rebounds? Were they offensive or defensive? Uh, you know, how many minutes did they play? Um, and all of those things are data points that are normally very difficult to find, and you can get them all in one tool. Uh, they have an app, they have a website, and you can get 25% off your first month with code Delera25 and really step up your player prop betting, step up your player prop profitability and continue to cash that with props.cash. So producer Corey, how are you doing today? I know we just had a little bit of a snafu. We had producer Corey in producer mode and he was actually then just completely removed from the recording. So how do you feel that you're back here with, with the rest of us uh, plebeians over here? I didn't realize that as a producer, I was also part of a marginalized community that was unable to speak. Um, so happy to be out of that you know the bounds of that label yeah it was like you having um, your mouth sewn shut borderline yeah i can't that's that's a fate worse than death in my opinion yeah i, I don't think there's really any circumstance where we want to have a sit we want to have one of us being unable to talk like when we do that it's just because you are completely unavailable and i just am solo dolo recording <laughs> so uh Corey, you know, the New York football giants, uh, as we always turn to, I think I'm at a point where I might feel better about them because I'm more convinced that they are going to have a top draft pick. I don't care. Good. I said it last week. I'll say it again. The top draft pick doesn't matter. We fuck that up all the time. Every time. If they get it, good. They should trade it away for some useful linemen. <laughs> and that's it. I don't but know why. Not draft alignment. Not draft alignment. No. Go get me someone who has proven track record of like stopping people from getting to your quarterback in less than three seconds. I think that's totally fair. Just every time. Every time. Not that I'm trying to protect DeVito by any means because fuck Don Bosco. But like a lot of it's not good if, you know, a lot of New Danny Jersey Jones quarterbacks, dude. A lot of New Jersey quarterbacks Whatever. in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, it. everybody knows we have a top-tier high school program here. <laughs> Fuck Texas. Yeah, it's all in New Jersey. Um, now, the, yeah. thing, the thing is here, uh, before we get into the NBA, I just wanted to give an update on Producer Corey's fantasy team. Uh, Producer Corey, it is... You're an Co- asshole. Producer Corey's, I fucking hate you right now. <laughs> Producer Corey's team name, if anybody wants Shut to know. Um, Producer Corey's team name is Lizzie Mahomes. In Hallball FFL, he is in first place at eight and two. Uh, this is an unprecedented year for Lizzie Mahomes. This is the kiss of death right here. He's made fifteen waiver transactions, which is you know actually he's been a little bit more active. Uh, I'm always like a big waiver wire guy, but producer Corey, absolutely elite. Um, 
He's up there in points four, about in the middle. But I will say he is playing excellent defense with only the third most points against. So it could be Lizzie's year this year. So uh, congrats, prelated congratulations to you. You just pointed out it's a large fraudulent problem my team has. (laughs) Look, it just it's just one of those things. I mean, similar to what your team's going through. Oh no, my team. My team is always a fraud team. It's it's just a fraud team every year. You have the least amount of points for, yet you finish in like the top five every year. <laughs> every year, it's without a doubt. Um, and you know, it just it just makes sense. Like it, it's always nice to give the cr- congratulations early. And uh, you know, one of our Fun, longtime right? listeners, uh, Vinny Oliva, I am against him in uh, in my fantasy basketball league in one of them anyway, and I've already congratulated Which is for him. nothing but psychopaths and masochists. I know. I've already given him... Uh, have that kind of attention? You feel like you <laughs> I already congratulated him on his weekly win against me this week, so it's uh, it's just inevitable. That's just the way it goes. Um, All right. Well, me and him are going to upper deck your toilet on the second. <laughs> Oh yeah, maybe maybe uh, maybe edit out his na- last name. I don't know if he's supposed to have that in here. Um, so okay, I can do that. So we'll so we'll move on from there. Especially after we commit a misdemeanor in your house. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you're definitely not going to have your names in there. Well, you're you could have been voiceless for a while anyway. So here we are. Um, I'd rather you know it's coming. <laughs> but now that we, it's out of my jurisdiction anyway. So now that we know, That's right, uh, bitch. <laughs> now that we know the producer Corey, it's producer Corey's year. It's Vinny's week. Um, I want to turn to the NBA, the National Basketball Association, and I'm going to hit you with a couple of my favorite bets right now. I like De'Aaron Fox over 25 and a half points. I like Luka Doncic over 30 and a half points, and I like the Sacramento Kings uh, just basically in general in the spot against the Los Angeles Lakers, and we'll kind of dive into why. Um, the in-season tournament has been in- interesting, but it's also been an interesting spot for betting reasons. Um Teams have kind of gotten the memo from the league like, hey, you need to play in these games because we have this media deal coming up and like it would be really bad if you guys just don't pay attention to this tournament at all. So the windup is I think you're seeing a couple more teams like taking this a little bit more seriously, playing a couple more games. You know, if their guys are on back to backs or in a situation where they could rest, uh, they are they've kind of been resting in the second game not the tournament game do you have any comments on the court colors oh on the court colors i was like what are my comments here i actually so i kind of like the court colors to be honest with you i think it throws red, my brain off a bit red is bad red is really bad like we can't do the red it's is tough to see on tv the red is rough on your eyes um i will say that i watched a lot of games uh what was it last week? And my eyes were hurting a little bit and I have like the blue light film on my glasses and stuff. So like, it, I was like, is this my eyes? Like, do I need a stronger prescription? Do I need a bigger TV? Is that what the problem is? I don't know. I did usually the bigger TV is necessary. I, that's what I think too. So what was funny was, um, one of the people at action, uh, Maria, she said that she liked the Brooklyn Nets court, uh, in, you know, in the work slack. And I was like, it just, the it's just millennial gray like that was what i looked at with the brooklyn nets court but like i like the pacers court a lot the pacers had a really cool court there's like a lot of blue um it was really really aggressive um but uh you know 
I, I, I was a fan. Like I, I'm generally a fan of the courts. I think that they're fun. Um, and I think that they kind of make the uniforms make sense. You know, like the uniforms are a little funky, but they're also a little bland sometimes in like a couple different ways. So I think that it kind of gives a little, it gives a little bit something different. It makes it a little bit more of an interesting experience overall. And I think it's just, I think it's just a little bit more fun for the league. Um, and everybody knows like you turn on these games, like, Oh, there's something different. Like for sure. There's something different. Um, so I like, I, I'm not, I'm not not a fan of the courts, but I don't like the red. The red is just too much. Um, but what I, what I've have noticed is that teams have been playing their players in these tournament games. Right. Um, and since they're playing them in their, in the tournament games, if there's a back to back, uh, I question a little bit of whether or not they're going to play in those games. So the league has done their best to try to avoid back to backs, uh, surrounding these tournament games, but they haven't been able to do so a hundred percent. Right. Um, when we look at tomorrow's slate, two teams in particular are playing back to backs. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers are playing back to a back to back and the Philadelphia 76ers are also playing a back to back. Um, I think that that's, Oh, and so were the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, but I think I will get to the Timberwolves later. The two that I'm most interested in are the Kings and the Lakers and the Celtics and the Sixers. This this line has moved rapidly against Philadelphia, and Boston is open at plus one and a half, and they're moved to minus two and a half. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Philly sits Joel Embiid. Um, this is a spot where it's a back-to-back he had popped on the report for today's game against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, it was a pretty fast-paced game. Um, Indiana ultimately won the game. Tyrese Halliburton was has just been an absolute dog in these matchups against Philly. And then now they got to go play Boston. So it wouldn't overly surprise me to see Joel Embiid sit in this matchup. Uh, given that if he does sit, you got to look at B-ball Paul props, uh, double doubles, probably gonna be really juicy, especially against Boston. Um, but it's, it's a spot where if Joel Embiid sits, the line's going to move pretty significantly. I wouldn't be surprised to see this at Boston minus four, even minus five, which might be like a little bit of an overreaction considering that Philly is home. Uh, but it, it wouldn't surprise me to see it go that way. Um, the other game that I'm curious about is the Lakers versus the Kings. Uh, the Kings have not been that good this season, but a lot of that has to do with the fact that they haven't had De'Aaron Fox. Um, so De'Aaron Fox returned last game on Monday and a little bit of a surprise, right, against the Cavaliers. It wasn't, we weren't really sure if he was going to play, um, but the Kings have been significantly better with De'Aaron Fox than without him. And over the last two seasons, the Kings have scored 122.4 points per game with Fox versus 106.9 without him. And then this season, uh, they were just two and three without him compared to three and one with him. And he really, really helps the offense overall because he can just go get a bucket and he really can open up and facilitate this offense. So I really like the Kings in the spot anyway, um, especially because of the fact that the Lakers have struggled um, against some of the dominant guard play, specifically because their rotation is not the strongest defensively when you have guys like D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves sharing the the guard positions for the Lakers at the same time. 
Um, and that's something that De'Aaron Fox is specifically able to take significant advantage of. And when we look at Fox's numbers against the Lakers, and this is going to get into our prop of the over 25 and a half, he's played five games against the Lakers over the last two seasons. He scored 37, 34, 32, 31, and 22 points in those matchups. So I really like De'Aaron Fox here. Um, I think that even if LeBron or AD play, it's a little bit less of an issue. It doesn't really matter in terms of my cap for De'Aaron Fox. Uh, the main thing is that the Lakers backcourt has been or has really struggled. Um, and just being able to kind of light up light up that tandem of Russell and Reeves, I think that De'Aaron Fox is going to have a great game. Uh, so like I said, he's a, he's absolutely crushed in this spot. And even when we look at this overall, he's over this line, this 25 and a half line in three of the four games he's played this season. Uh, and he was over in 52% of games that he played last season. And uh, even in his last five matchups against the Lakers, like I mentioned, he's over this in four or five of them, uh, averaging 31.2 points. So I like De'Aaron Fox to go over 25 and a half points. You can even grab at uh, 30 plus at plus 200. So I actually like the little bit of a ladder here. And I think that it's a good opportunity to get him. He looked incredible against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the Cavs are a team that has struggled in like a similar way to the to the Lakers in terms of allowing some guards to kind of go off against them. So I really like this spot. Another spot that I like is uh, that I mentioned was Luka Doncic over 30 and a half points against the uh, against the Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards honestly might be the most unserious team I've ever seen in my life. Like it is crazy. Like Corey, there was this was I I got sent this text and uh, Kevin Schnorr, guest of the pro, guest of the program, uh, has sent me this text and it was a screenshot about like one of the worst beats he'd ever seen. And it was that <laughs> the guy had the Wizards team total over 109.5 against the Toronto Raptors the other day. The Wizards were beating the Raptors 106 to 90 with seven minutes and 25 seconds left in the fourth quarter. He needed four points in seven minutes and 25 seconds. The Wizards finished the game. They lost, number one. So they lost a game that they were leading by 16 points with seven and a half minutes to go. They lost 111 to 107. The Wizards scored one point in seven minutes and 25 seconds to lose the game. Like, that's insane. That is just absolutely insane. We're watching Jordan Poole there doing like just God knows what. Kyle Kuzma doing crazy shit. Um, and in the meantime, you have Bilal Koulibaly looking awesome. What a great name, by the way. Bilal Koulibaly. Um, great name. Uh, his points prop has been pretty good. It's been set at like six and a half, a couple games. Uh, that might be a spot to target in this matchup as well. Um, but it's just, they're just a joke. They're just an absolute joke. They are by far, I think, the most unserious team because they just don't care. Like they just, it's, I've never seen anything like it. But the craziest thing is they aren't even the worst team in terms of adjusted net rating. Uh, they are 27. They're minus 5.1 in adjusted net rating. Um, the Spurs are the worst team still. So Wemby, whatever, they're still the worst team. Um, the reason I like this though is Washington plays at the number one pace in the league. 
So even though I expect this to probably be a blowout, um, you know, Dallas is favored by five and a half. So it's not necessarily it's not not necessarily anything that's going to be too, too crazy. I expect them to win just because Washington has kind of been so committed to the tank. Uh, Luca in wins over the past two seasons has hit this in 71% of games. Uh, when we factor in the fact that Kyrie Irving is also going to be playing with him, uh, only at 42%. Um, but this season he's been at 50% with Kyrie Irving. And I think that that makes, that's a lot more notable. Uh, he's hit this in, uh, three of six wins for the Mavericks this season. He's averaging 34.7 points per game in those wins. He's had two misses at 29 and 30. Um, or two misses, one of which was at 29, another which was at 30, other one was at 23. Um, I do really like the spot, uh, given the fact that Washington's defense has just been abysmal. Uh, they're playing super fast. It should be a pace-up spot for the Mavericks, and that's something that I like for Luka, considering the fact that he you know, has gone over this line in games where the teams that he's played have also played like on a little bit of a faster pace. Um, additionally, Dallas is playing at a top 10 pace in the league too. So it's definitely a good opportunity for him. Uh, I think that the, the spot is good. The matchup is good. And I like Luca to go over the 30 and a half points in what should be a game where he can continually dominate this wizards team, uh, who has just been a complete joke. Um, the other team, the other game that I, you know, the other prop that I looked at that I was like, oh, I just can't, I just can't bet it. Trey Young over 25 and a half points against the New York Knicks. I just can't do it because it's against the New York Knicks. And fuck Trey Young, man. Like, it, it's the worst. Trey, like, doesn't even come close to hitting this prop. His prop's 25 and a half. Just, he's hit it the last two games. He had 27 against Miami, 41 against Orlando. He just doesn't hit it. Every game prior to that, he missed. He's averaged 24.4 points per game this season. Even last year, he only hit this in 50% of games. But you know what he did against the New York Knicks? Four for four on the over. Averaged 31.8 points. Fuck this guy. Just fuck this guy. Like, So I have to mention it here because if you are an Atlanta fan, you are a Trey Young fan, it's definitely a spot that you should probably want to target. Um, Trey has played great against the uh, against the New York Knicks uh, throughout his career. And uh, I think that it's just a spot where, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to ignore. It's hard to ignore those trends um, when you see when you see a player that, you know, has thrived against the Knicks and it's, he is Reggie Miller reincarnated. I know. Uh, it's, it's just brutal and it's tough because of the hair and everything too. Oh, you know what? I'm terribly sorry. You know what happened here? We had the sorted against the wrong opponent. Trey. <sighs> So this is better. This is better. All right. I feel better about this. I'm glad I talked this out. Over the last two seasons, Trey has actually not been great against the New York Knicks. 18 points, 19 points, 27, 19, 17. Last five regular season games against the New York Knicks. I feel a lot better about this right now. I'm happy. So I'm glad that I I'm glad that I was able to talk this one out with you guys because I was you know what? I was actually so upset about it that uh, I was like, I need to go double check this and see if there's any underlying way to fade Trey. Looked it up. 
we're in good shape. Had uh just had the wrong filters on. Uh, that's kind of how the day. That's kind of how the day has been a little bit. So, actually, you could play this under twenty five and a half on Trey, and I would support it despite the fact that he's gone over the last two games. I think it actually might be a good sell high opportunity there. Um, so sorry about that mix up there, but let's go next. Additionally. I want to talk touch on defensive player of the year. I we just did an episode of buckets uh, with Matt Moore and Jim Turvey, and one player that I actually forgot to mention that I liked for the award is like a little sprinkle was uh, Drew Holiday and Jim Turvey. He wrote like a nice little piece for the Action Network, so definitely take a look at that. Um, Drew Holiday, you can get him as high as twenty five to one to win defensive player of the year. Boston has the number one, uh, or I'm sorry, they have the number two adjusted defensive rating after the Minnesota Timberwolves so far. Uh, They're the number one team in adjusted net rating, number one team in adjusted offensive rating. Um, Drew Holiday is a big reason for that. And you can also see on the flip side, Milwaukee's defense has just gone off a cliff without him. And Milwaukee is 19th in adjusted defensive rating. So I think it's one of those things where you can see because of the fact that he switched teams, uh, you can see what his impact really was when he's replaced by essentially a subpar defender uh, in Damian Lillard. Um, so I think that that's definitely something that's notable. And I think the number is just a little bit too long, uh, considering the fact that guards can win the award. We've seen guards win the award. And Drew Holiday has uh, enough of a pedigree and is a known entity as a defender. Um, and we've seen that on, you know, for both the Milwaukee team. Uh, we've seen that for Team USA. We've seen that now for Boston. We've seen it even in New Orleans and in Philadelphia. So he's always somebody that's kind of garnering all the defense award votes. So I think it's definitely a spot where, uh, you know, the voters could say like, you know what, like this team's really good. Why is their defense so good? And then say like, oh, well, it's because Drew Holiday's here. Uh, so I do like that as a little bit of a sprinkle. Um, I'm going to keep it quick just based on the fact that you know, producer Corey and I, it's been quite the uh, it's been quite the week for us. Uh, and, you know, we're recording this a little bit later than we normally would uh, on on this lovely, lovely Tuesday night. Um, but I will say that I'm excited to see hopefully tomorrow night or tonight, really, the Minnesota Timberwolves are playing the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker is listed as probable. I am really hoping that the Phoenix Suns are able to play all of their players, uh, namely Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Yusuf Nurkic in this spot, um, and uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I almost forgot Kevin Durant. Um, I'm definitely going to be looking at Nurkic turnover or Nurkic assists rather in this spot. Uh, he's been really diming well lately. I'm curious to see what line we get if all. Three, if all four of them are playing, really, um, the three main players, obviously being Booker, Durant, and uh, Beal. So I'm curious to see what we get on an assist line for Nurk, considering the fact that the usage is going to be at a premium. But they've been setting it like three and a half, four and a half. Um, if it dips at all, I'm 100% buying in again. I think that it's a great spot. Additionally, when we've seen these players come back, especially for the Phoenix Suns, we've no- I've noticed that like Booker, he generally plays like six minute intervals. Um, so kind of keep that in mind when you're betting his props. He went over the last time he had missed any time uh, with the foot injury. 
Um, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. I would also look at his three-point props because of the way that he was being used in preseason. I think that now having all of them together, it's a little bit more likely, especially with the injury, that maybe he doesn't want to push it as much in terms of his drives and he wants to take a couple more pull-up shots. Uh, so I like Devin Booker threes just as an aside uh, for that game. And if Minnesota, But if Minnesota plays everybody... Um, even with the back-to-back, I would lean Minnesota in the game overall. I think their defense has just been absolutely elite, and uh, it's it's definitely should be a fun matchup. So I'm looking forward to that game. I hope they play everybody. Um, but if not, I would probably just sit out on the side and just look to play a couple props. Uh, but with that, Producer Corey, it's been a long week. How you doing? It's only Tuesday, buddy. Dude, it's it literally feels like next week, next month. Yeah, it's not great. No. Um, what do you recommend besides just like skipping days? I don't know. <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> That's what you're going to do when you have no time in your life is read a book. Yeah. Creates time or you'll fall asleep, which you probably desperately need anyway. Oh, dude. So win, win. I could, I could crush some sleep right now. Um, <laughs> I still have so much to do after this. It's unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> but it's gonna be a long night, buddy. No, that's just that's just the way it is. I um, I am going to recommend. Uh, you know what I had today? Actually, that was really good because I was going to recommend just caffeine generally. Um, but I'm going to recommend specifically. I had I had I went to Wawa for coffee this morning. I'm probably going to do it again tomorrow because I need like that 24 ounce coffee just dripping into my veins. Oh yeah. They have a holiday blend. It's delightful. Mm. Honestly, it was very good. Um, I also, one of the things too is pretty good generally. So I'm excited to try that. Yeah, it was good. I saw, I normally, I like, I obviously like like just like regular coffee, like not flavored, but like I do have a a little bit of a soft spot for hazelnut um, in my heart. Sometimes you got to give yourself a little treat. Yeah. So, but then I saw the. I saw the holiday blend. I was like, oh, that sounds great. I don't like, I will say this. I don't really like the flavored creamers. Um, I would rather have the flavored coffee and then add in like regular creamer. I think that like the flavored creamer is too much of a commitment for me um, in terms of like saying like, oh, like I'm going to have this flavored whatever for the next like however long creamer lasts. You're talking about like a hint of something that was brewed, that it was brewed with versus the cream uh, that flavor straight to the dome yes do you, what do you think yeah i know what you mean yeah i agree I, yeah like i normally buy because i buy like the, i like to buy the oat milk creamer uh and i like the vanilla creamer um sometimes i'll I'm dabble with brown a black sugar drinker, but i i put like some kind of creamer in there to cool it down if i need to get it in faster because yep Sometimes it's just too hot and I don't have 20 minutes to wait. That's actually my thing. That's, um, that's why I do creamer yeah. or so, of some sort because it's just like I hate it. I don't really like that overpowering flavor of other stuff. No, I hated the whole um, – like I would get a coffee and I would do this in law school. It was, it was the worst because I would get a coffee and they didn't have anything to put in it. And I would have to sit for like fucking 15 minutes before I could really drink the coffee and I would be just dying. Warming your hands over it like a hobo over like an open flame. Dude, that's what I was doing at the little silver train station when I was commuting and I was just like holding this little <laughs> coffee. Like I was holding a Rook is fantastic free ad, but I was holding like a Rook coffee mm. and I was yeah, standing so just a bottle freezing. Of some cold brew, guys. Yeah. So, and then it was, you can't have a cold brew in the middle of the winter. So now see, 
that's a perfect example. That is a coffee brewed with a flavor that they add just regular plain creamers to. Yes, it's great. Dynamite. So it doesn't punch you in the face with like crazy sugary flavors. It's kind of like a hint of it. It's very good. Yeah, so that's that's how I feel. So I'm going to recommend the Wawa Holiday Brew Coffee. I thought it was really good. And just, you know, if you are a flavored creamer guy or girl or whatever, um, let's, not, grow up. let's not get political. Just grow up. Just try to try to get flavored coffee as opposed to flavored creamer and it might just change your day um your gut will probably help like yeah, thank you for that that's that's true honestly and then like i've I noticed like, the difference when there's creamer in the coffee and not for, oh yeah <laughs> as, like, as how i do for the rest of the day <laughs> it's just like it's, you know oh like is this being facilitated faster or not um right one allows me to go further away from a, a bathroom and one does not. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's like I've been waking up so early and sleeping so little the past the uh, couple days that um not healthy, Joe. It's not it's really not great and uh I I actually have it's I've just been dying a little bit, like dying a little bit inside. So Closer to death every day, man. Hey, it, it it just it is what it is. I accidentally called uh told my aunt that uh things were um because my wife, my wife said it was like, oh, like this stuff might be from like, you know, like you might recognize it from when you were a kid because I don't recognize it. And I was like, oh, yeah, like that. It, this stuff is so old. <laughs> like, <and> just, like, <laughs> just like completely just like let that one go. So it's like maybe if I had a little bit of caffeine, I would not have uh, I wouldn't have made that. You would have had a Whittier comeback. Yeah, wouldn't have made that mistake. And I also I did have stuffed peppers for dinner. I uh, highly recommend stuffed peppers are great great dinner um it's uh it, yeah i'm a fan it feels healthy but it's not really that healthy but it's uh it's it's pretty great it's, it seems healthy because it's all stuffed in a vegetable yeah it's but it's fucking <laughs> dynamic it's dynamic um, not a goddamn thing in there is healthy yeah so and it's so good and i think that the important thing is like when you have a stuffed pepper like i like a high like meat ratio in the stuffed pepper um so i think that that's i think cr- you need it yeah, yeah i like a little bit of rice um but I like it. If there's some overflow, that's fine. But I feel like if you overdo the rice, it's like, mm, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't eh, need that. And, flavor's gone. And you got to use the real rice. You can't use cauliflower rice. Um, so it's no. it's, it's cauliflower rice sucks, dude. It's just not fucking rice. It's just not rice. It's not rice. And no matter how much you want to soften it, it's got a crunch to it that can't go away. No, it's and also it's disgusting. It's just brutal. It's brutal. So yeah. you know, it's like I'd rather just chew a fucking raw head of broccoli <laughs> than eat that. Why not? You know, it's funny. It, it. It's really like it's really like one of those situations. Like if you were going to make a meal. And you had to look at it and you said, well, like, how would this be like with cauliflower rice without regular rice or vice versa, versa with regular rice and without cauliflower rice? And uh, it's something that, you, you know, it would be great for everyday life. But we do have that option on props.cash. And you can really you can add in players. You can say like with De'Aaron Fox or without De'Aaron Fox or with Anthony Davis without Anthony Davis. And those are all things that are critical for our decision making process. And the guys at props.cash have made this available to us. And you guys can have it too for 25% off your first month with code Delara25. I wish that we had that type of option for our life, but we do have it for the player prop market. So with that, with Rice without cauliflower rice, and let's cash that.